0: You're listening to the Bach to Rock South Riding podcast, the podcast by music educators from America's Music School.
1: Anyway, here we are. Hello,
0: the inaugural Bach to Rock podcast. That's right. That's right.
1: right. (laughs) So here we are, the Bach to Rock South Riding podcast. Obviously, we can start off a little bit with who we are, a little bit of background, what led you here, and I don't know if we have some five tips or whatever it is, but we can kind of belt those out or whatever it is. We Something will come up, I'm sure. Um, but yeah, does anyone want to start with who they are? I'll start. All right, right. Josh, All right. here um, we go. Yeah, so
2: I got kind of introduced to Bach to Rock because my sister works at a Bach to Rock down in Virginia Beach. When I was kind of looking around for jobs and everything, I was fresh out of college and I was actually working at Jiffy Lube Live um, for a little bit. But I was looking for jobs, and she kind of told me about boxed Rock, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I can check it out. Then I looked it up, found out there was one pretty much around Jiffy Lube. So I went there, kind of walked in. I was like, hey, I'm a drummer. I'm looking for a job. And they're like, that's fantastic. So I got signed on with them for a little bit. Um, Wait, so you worked at? I, looked at, I worked at Bristow. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I worked at Bristow as a teacher for a little bit, and then I I needed something a little bit more full time, mm-hmm. so I looked online and I found this open position. Actually, it was for Lansdowne, but they were actually looking for here. It, it was just mismarked. So I applied and they called me. Long story short, I'm coming for the interview. I'm walking around with Sarah at the time, and we're going through the school and everything. I'm like, we could do this and this and this. I'm getting all sorts of ideas because, like, this school is so much different than the other schools. Sarah is um, a previous uh, director. Yeah, yeah. Just for those who are listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I was offered the position of an AD here and I've been here since. And, yeah, it's been a fun ride. I, it's very enjoyable doing all, the, doing all the, like, shows and interacting with the kids and everything. So it's, it's
1: a fun job. I I enjoy it. Yeah. And you, your parents and your family look, live semi locally around here.
2: Yeah. They're about an hour away. And for a while I was actually commuting
1: all the way from, from there. (laughs) But, uh, I was commuting from Penn state. True. What? Yeah. I used to drive here. Yeah. I used to drive four hours to here. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Every Friday. Did you stay down here? (laughs) I I would stay for the weekend. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's another story for another time. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, it could be the time now because we gotta right. <laughs> yeah. We gotta tell ourselves. <laughs> um, to you, Aaron. <laughs> well, I'm Aaron, and uh, I've been teaching here for almost 15 years. I've been teaching for 20, a little over 20 years in the recording and guitar space. Um, before I worked here, I worked privately and did lessons out of my house, and I actually held 83 students at one point. So, yeah, I'm I'm very. Versed in the whole teaching and being in music, I've done it on my entire life. When we first opened this site in 2009, uh, I applied, I found this place that was like Bach to rock. And I was like, wait a second, this is a place that not only does lessons, but more to my interest was the band aspect of it and getting groups of people together of all ages and putting them in a band and kind of teaching them that process. And that was very like intriguing to me at the time and still is. Uh, I think that's one of the best things that this place does is have the opportunity for you to put the students into an ensemble of some sort and let them play with each other. None of our competitors or none of the other private stores or anything like that give you that opportunity. So if the opportunity came up to do that here, I was just very much like, uh, yeah, it's far away because I'm originally from Penn State. Um, and at the time, my wife moved down here for a job. And I said, you know what? She wasn't my wife at that time. I said, well, I'm going to make the move. You know, that's kind of what you got to do. So I did so. And um, yeah, long story short, um, been teaching here for a very, very long time. And uh, I've enjoyed every minute of it. I love bands, love teaching students. And yeah, it's been one heck of a ride. Tom, your turn. Okay. <laughs> and um,
0: now, Tom. So, I think I'm out of this, the three of us, I'm probably the one who's been here the least amount of time. <laughs> so, I guess I should start there. Well, I guess I, I'll backtrack. Yeah, so, yeah. I studied music in college, specifically music technology. Before that, I played violin. That was my main instrument, classically trained violinist. So, I did the whole boot camp of music theory and keyboarding and learning to sing and all that. And then got out of college. I I don't know if I mentioned, I went to George Mason University in Fairfax. And so, yeah, not too far away from here. And when I got out, I felt that I had a lot of networking opportunities that I could possibly work in a recording studio. That was really my dream. Mm. I wanted to do that. Mm. Um, Me too. And (laughs) then I I, I had a couple uh, recording studio gigs that were just very unstable. Um, they were upstart companies who didn't know what they were doing. And I actually worked for three months without a paycheck. Ooh, that's yeah, it's not good. where they were just promising me. Yeah, no, it's coming mm. <laughs> and it never came. Mm. So, and then after that, I'll I be on my way, thank you.
1: <laughs> right. That's exactly what happened. And
0: so I actually found steady work with Starbucks and I worked in Starbucks of for, course. for four years. Yeah. While I was doing that, I was teaching privately, violin. I'm also a songwriter. So I actually found a lot of students interested in doing songwriting, did a couple, you know, local music camps here and there as, as a teacher. And then i, I kind of got fed up with Starbucks after a while. Um, you know, nothing against Starbucks, but, um, <laughs> so then I just hit the job search. And yeah. after two years I applied to, I got a lot of interviews in different places, nothing panned out. And I applied to the Bach rock in Herndon. Okay. And heard back immediately. Then they interviewed me, you know, I was hired on the spot and then COVID hit. Oh, I had yeah. two lessons and then the lockdown hit.
2: <laughs> I was here for a month before that happened. Yeah.
0: So then they told me, you know, we still want you on the payroll. We still want you to teach, but we have to like make sure that we keep all of our current students with their current teachers. Cause we're trying to just save, you yep. know, save the ship yep so i just stood waiting i was actually still at starbucks at that time and then i got a call from back to rock south riding i'm saying that they were totally comfortable with taking me yeah um yeah. and they, they were like herndon's cool with it yeah you know come on, yep, come on <laughs> over and i was like can you give me like uh you know 30 hours a week and they're like yeah give us time Yep. Yeah. and now here i am so yeah. full time now
1: yeah yeah Pretty interesting. And for those who are listening, um, we are in the Northern Virginia area, and there are seven original schools in this area. Um, And that's why we kind of pass around teachers, because we're all pretty local of each other, so it's kind of easy to kind of pass around. Uh, And then obviously we have branched out across the states uh, with, I don't even know how many. I don't know what the count is now. It's up there. I know it's close to 50, if not more. Yeah, I think we're... Just about in every state. Yeah.
2: Um at least one at least one to two schools in just about everyone. Yeah. Um and that's due to the franchisees and everything. Mm-hmm. Um like like we have the main corporate schools yep. and everything, but I think everything across the United States is basically a franchise. Yeah.
1: And we here at South Riding have the biggest school. We are we are everybody kinda looks at us and goes, Oh, you guys are so big. Look at your rooms, they're so big. And we're like, Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. It is nice. But yeah, that's that's kind of a that's kind of our story. We're music school, and we teach all ages. All ages. I yeah. mean, I've had she's what I don't know seventy five years old, um, and we have a lot of older adults who, at some point in their life, go, "I used to do that a long time ago, and I want to do it again." I and those to-. are the
0: best ones. Yes, they oh, are. Yeah.
1: Yes, yeah, because they're into it. Right. They're into it.
0: And then you teach them stuff. You're not really teaching them. You're just revealing it back to them. Yeah. Because I had that too. I had somebody who was playing for several decades and then dropped off, you know, raised their family, wanted to pick it back up. And then, you know, I was like, session one I was like hey, what do you know and they actually knew a lot yeah. and I'm like well what would you like me to teach you then
1: right right what are your goals that's yeah. one of the first questions you always ask here like, what are your goals and what do you want to be able to do and then okay let's let's make a path to get there mm-hmm. yeah yeah very yeah. exciting when someone sits down you're like okay what do we got yeah, right it's, it's always an opportunity <laughs> yeah.
0: like you just see it like yeah. new student new opportunity that's right yeah I
1: had a I had a
2: th- or I have a 30 year old student and like she is the fastest progressing student that I've ever had. Like, like she started earlier this year and she's already basically like an intermediate level drummer, um, technique stuff. Like she's got to work on a little bit of it, but like holding a beat and like doing some complicated rhythms and stuff. Like she's got it down. Like it's, it's ridiculous. (laughs) So I was very excited when, when she, she started doing all that stuff. It was really cool.
1: (laughs)
0: And um, I also have a similar story with that with another adult student, um, besides the one I already mentioned, um, that I feel like I've only been teaching them for about a year and some change, a couple Mm -hmm. of months. But we're like already through the full curriculum. We've gone through everything because they do a one hour lesson once a week. Oh, yeah. And it makes we a just difference. yeah, I'm able to teach like three to four concepts per lesson, yep. and I get to do my I call them my tangents where it's like here's all the cool college level music theory that you would never get. Yeah, and I can actually go in and talk about all that. Yeah. Um, and now you know we like we start by um, it's a guitar student, so we we just solo for like 20 minutes. We do like a blues progression and we solo back and forth for 20 minutes, and that's our warm up. That's great. And then it's like you know what songs do you want to add to your catalog this week okay
1: there we go yeah i had a i had a number of years ago i had an adult student she came in she's like i just want to kind of learn how to do all of this and i was like okay let's start you from the beginning and she just took off it ended up that she wanted to learn all of the um you know rodrigo and gabriella Oh, that's advanced stuff. She wanted to do all Rodrigo's parts and she was nailing it. And I'm like, holy cow. <laughs> Is that flamenco? Well, style? her part, Gabriella. Gabriella. Yeah. She would do all the because fl- she's got that. Hitting the, oh the body my, of the yeah. guitar. Like, oh my gosh. And then he's got that like crazy tremolo picking going on. I'm like, oh man. But she was nailing it. They I'll shred. Just, yeah. They shred. Do you know who have you ever seen? No. I, I've seen like flamenco like like. Well, guitar. check out Check out Rodrigo e Gabriella They're... Rodrigo E. Gabriela. Yeah, acoustic okay. guitar, and they're just slamming. They do, they do I'm a couple... I'm sure I've of seen something.
0: Tiny uh, desks. Tiny desks. Uh, NPR yep. tiny NPR. desks. Oh. Yeah, look oh. them up.
2: I gotcha. Yeah, like, I mean, I it's not even like the adult students that I'm, like, impressed with, though, like, I have, I think he's six. Um, He is awesome on, on drums, too. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes he hits a little bit too hard, but... You know, he's a little kid, like <laughs> they, they do that, but no, he's, he's killing it on drums too. Like he's, I think he's probably one of the more, the faster learners that I've had as well. That's so. awesome. And yeah. Ladies and
1: gentlemen, if you can't tell Josh is a drummer. Yeah. Yeah. I never said that in the <laughs> beginning either. Yeah. I went to
2: school for, for music performance for drumming and I teach a little bit of piano and I'm mainly a drummer. So awesome. Percussionist.
1: There you go. Yeah. Drums are fun, man. There's nothing like getting behind a set of drums and just wailing away. They're just fun. Now, you know, those of us who can't drum end up playing you the can, same. You could drum Yeah, but good. It's, it's usually like the same four patterns over and over. Right. It takes a lot
2: of coordination. Yes, it does. My adult student, one of her biggest complaints was like, this is way harder than I thought it was. She's like, I've been trying to do this for like three hours today yeah i was like you don't have to practice
1: that much like that's a lot (laughs) yeah but when you get into a a a groove and b when something like you're inspired or something's just like with me i know when i'm practicing especially with the drums Mm -hmm. i'll get a book out and i'll and i'll look at the book and i'll say all right i can go through these exercises and that's exactly what I do is I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm gonna start at the beginning because I know I can do the beginning. Right. And I'm gonna start here and I'm just gonna go till I hit the wall. And then that's there's that wall, there's that one exercise that's like Grr! I don't know why I can't do this, but I'm gonna try to do it real slow mm-hmm. and I'm gonna break it down and I'm gonna and you <laughs> practicing pro- what you preach. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's exactly right. And part of the process. That's something that I
0: found you know, in teaching in general, but specifically teaching at Bach to rock Mm -hmm. is that you, we are learning as we teach. Oh yes. Especially. And, you know, like we don't stop learning even after we're done with our lessons. So, you know, to go with the drum thing. I'm teaching myself drums, getting pointers from the drummers, including Josh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And so if I have like a free half hour, I'm like, I just grab one of the resource books and I go to the room and I'm like, okay, what can I hammer out? And that there's that drive. I mean, you know, anybody who would be exhausted from a job like this would not want to do that. would be like, ah, no, I'm on my break. Right. right, right. But like, no, like I'm, I'm energized because I just had, you know, four back-to-back lessons uh, with with students that, you know, it's really inspiring. And, you know, it's like, well, they worked hard. I'm going to go work hard on myself.
1: Yeah. And there's there's the reality of it where we're in a music school and we have access to tons of instruments Mm -hmm. and a beautiful studio. And we get to just kind of take advantage of whatever we want to take advantage of and learn, be inspired by all the people that are around us and take advantage of the other teachers that are here who have the knowledge and can give us points on things and tips, you know, or else we could be across the street working as a receptionist over there or in a cubicle. And it's like, okay, I have the awesomest job ever. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that you don't let that escape you at, at all. Cause you kind of say, okay, now I'm going to soak this up. And if I've got a half hour, I'm going to learn to play the drums or I'm going to take a whack at the bass or whatever yeah, it I'm is. I'm learning the bass a little bit. Tom gave me some pointers today. So yeah,
2: yeah I think that, I think that's kind of like the beauty of, like Bach to rock and just like a music school, like specifically this, because there's so much different things that you can do with music lessons, right? Yeah. There's the bands, there's, um, recording, there's events and stuff that we can go to. There's there's a form, right? There's this, there's podcasting. Like there's all these, all these different things that we can do to kind of spice it up. Like, it's not like we're stuck constantly just lesson after lesson after lesson. No, we get some bands every now and then. And, Get to jam out with with some awesome performers
1: and everything so yeah whether it's an open house where you kind of invite people in for the first time and let them try something uh there's there's always some kind of activity going on whether it's a, like you said an event at any one of the number of places that we are within this community or maybe it's a block on the rocks uh you know where you have I've yet to do one of those. Oh, they're so fun. I know when I, when I found
0: out that that was something we offered, I like looked at it twice and was like, wait, no, we actually offered that. That's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen,
1: if you have not partaken in a Bach on the rocks, it's quite fun. Just, you know, get a bunch of your friends come here and, to have some beverages and learn how to play some guitar after or hours, or too. After hours yeah. and you get to learn how to play an instrument that you may not be familiar with and you learn a song you do learn a song within what is it a two hours or something yeah. like that you, you, you learn two or three songs and you have a whole heck of a lot of fun because you're a little bit under the influence and it's just fun <laughs> i mean it's just <laughs> fun it's just
2: a good old time yeah it's funny because someone came in today um they said that they were looking for like tambourines and stuff and unfortunately we don't sell tambourines here but they were looking for tambourines for a party that they were going to have and i was like what type of party are you having like you want to bring it over here and do some Bach on the rocks And they like that's really cool but we got this thing going on so i was like oh man yeah but still it was like like they were like yeah we didn't even know that was a thing i don't think many <laughs> people do know it's a thing yeah i keep saying it to everyone that comes in <laughs> yeah
1: yeah we just we just really want to host one yeah we do yeah <laughs> sounds like fun yeah they are fun they're lots of fun so but yeah there's we we offer lots of things and because of the variety of things that we offer uh it's just a fun company to work for it's you know it's it's just fun
0: I like that we were talking about like adult students in the all ages thing. Yeah, yeah. And if we could like boil that down into it's never too late, specifically with music, something that often gets like, I don't think this is a real word, but hobby sized. So like, it's something that, you know, it's a cool supplement. Like it's very important to teach younger kids how to do music. But once you are graduated and you've, you know, got your job and all of that, mm-hmm. it's, it's more of a special interest it's not something that you is like, you know, going to f- the public doesn't think that you are fit right. Yeah. Or or the fact that you should pursue it beyond, you know, what you do to subsist, you know, in living.
2: Yeah, I mean, with these adult students, if they get comfortable enough and everything, they can go and find a band and go perform on the weekends and do some and we've some, had some of those. Yeah, yeah. And like go make some money, like going to like a bar or whatnot, whatever whatever the,
1: yeah. they want to do. I like, think with, with my experience with adults and how they approach learning an instrument is it's a bit of, and we were just talking about this on another podcast that we have here at Bach to Rock called The Set List of Life. And we were discussing this idea that there is this self-development after kids and you kind of want to redefine yourself find yourself and do something for yourself again i used to know this person who was very like adventurous and then i had a family and you got to focus on family for a long time but then the kids get a little older and then you get to a point where you're like "Mm, i need something for myself and that's how they started that the adult band started um but there is this self-development and i think that's very important for we as adults to do that, to engage in that it's one thing to get the courage to come to this place or any place whatsoever and walk through the door and say, I'd like to sign up for lessons Mm -hmm. because mostly as adults, we think of that as for our kids Right. But for us to do it, there's a there's bravery involved there. And to put yourself in a situation where, okay, I'm learning new material. I'm learning new stuff. And if you take it one step further, I'd like to try to join a band. I don't know how to play in a band. And I don't I'll know. Figure any, that out later. Yeah, I'll yeah. figure that out later. And I don't know any of the people, so it's gonna be a little bit awkward, but the joy of it is The end result is you almost start another family, just like being in a band yourself. You know, when we were younger, it's like, okay, you got the the group together and you guys are a small family. There's, you know, a little bickering here and a little bit of having fun going on, but that's all part of the process. So in terms of like, okay, the people who have come in here as an older generation, there are two types there are the people who come in here as a hobby and they don't really look at it as I'm going to do something with it. I just need something to do and I really enjoy my instrument and I just want to play. And even if I do join a band, I just want to play in a band and not feel the pressure of of anything. I just want to have fun. I want to be able to go out on a Tuesday night and play with some people and have some fun. And then there are the others who go into it going, no, no, I'm learning this thing and I'm gonna I'm gonna do something with it and I need everybody else on board to be just if I go into a band I need them to be just as intense as I am because darn it I'm paying money for this and I'm spending time in this and I and I yeah. want that also reciprocated in the band and I need this to move forward. I need progress in order for this to feel good. And if it doesn't I'm leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and you have those two types of people which I get both their views in terms of how they, how they view it and how they kind of go about it. Absolutely. But yeah, it's, it's rather, it's, it's really interesting to get, you know, when you get a new member into a band and you're like, okay, how's this, how's this one going to be? Getting a, (laughs) get a read of the room. (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's, it's fun. Both situations are really fun when you have a band that's like, okay, we're going to go at it. And you're like, yeah, this is, this is great. Okay. I'm going to throw some really, um, more advanced stuff at you guys, and I'm going to make you uncomfortable, because in those situations, when you're uncomfortable, you're you learn a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, right. And then for the the, the relaxed band, you're kind of like, all right, let's just play a little bit, of, you know, Jimmy Buffett or something. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> chill out, play a couple chords.
0: And talking about adult bands, I um, had an adult band um, that we were together for a. a few months and we had scheduling conflicts so we don't meet as much anymore but whenever I started it was my first adult band I already had two or three bands that were like elementary school middle school kids and that was a whole other experience a yeah. whole other positive experience <laughs> yeah 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 but um then whenever um, the administrative staff was telling me you're going to get an adult band I was excited and then they were like you get to play in that band. Like you don't have to be the coach like on the sidelines, yeah. you, you know, because with kids you want to teach them to interact with each other they, yeah, because they're going to rely on the adult in the room, especially if you're trying to teach them to coordinate instruments together, they're going to rely on you. So you need to remove yourself from the equation. Mm-hmm. But whenever it comes to being an adult band, you're a participant too. Yeah. And so I played bass in that band and that's like my, on my list of instruments, that's like number five, yeah. but I still had a blast doing oh, it. Oh, man. So, and that's, that was like really rewarding for me. And then, and then it, to take it a step further, the administrators were like, whenever you guys are ready, like, don't wait for us to schedule an event for you. Like, just go out and go play. Yeah. And you get to play in that. And you know, I'm like, I just, I just got a band given to me, basically, <laughs> which was a you know, real blessing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I
2: got to play the drums for that. That's for, right. Uh, for that, that one performance. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. I felt like I was, I guess, part of an ensemble again. It's been a while since I've actually played with an ensemble. Like yeah. last time I actually played with an ensemble was when I was in college a couple of years ago and I was in jazz band and that was it. I haven't really played with anyone since. And that was a blast. Like, I only was there for a couple of sessions, but man, that was so much fun.
0: And I had a garage band in high school that we were together for like two or three years. Right. Yeah. yeah it's kind of a requirement, you yeah, know, or it's a Same. rite of passage, yeah. yep. awesome. <laughs> but that was the last time I had played bass was uh-huh. in high school. All right. And so I was like, ah, oh, I'm bringing it back.
2: It's, it's funny. You mentioned that. Like I'm still friends with some of the, my old band members and a video that I didn't know existed. <laughs>
0: Surface came this back to band.
2: haunt you. Well, legit. Like, it was kind of good. Yeah. Like, I wasn't disappointed with it, at least the first song. I don't know about, I didn't even watch the whole thing because uh, it was kind of, I don't know, you couldn't see me at all. I was behind the lead singer, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> the camera angle wasn't Figures. the best. <laughs> but yeah, no, I had my, the funny thing about this performance, not to go off on like a little tangent, but the funny thing about this performance was I wanted to show off my drum set and I had, I had like these two little, little rack tom things and I had like my the, my regular kit and everything so I brought everything
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: everything I spent you're excited.
2: You excited I was so excited Even I didn't use bells. them no of course I not. didn't use them at all but <laughs> yeah I, I did bring the <laughs> I bought the gum <laughs> <laughs> yeah. guys <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> the roto <rototoms. laughs>
2: I brought everything I was the so period, excited. Yeah, go. I going to say Neil <laughs> I did have my double bass and I did do that a little bit I was like yeah I love it. No. I love it. Was your, the, your
0: car must have like gotten the suspension must have been a little affected by that having um, to haul all that. I
2: actually, had a trailer to oh. haul all of it. Wow. Off. Okay, yeah. that's a step further. Yeah, had a little bit. Had a little bitty trailer. It was enclosed. It was my uncle's. Nice. And uh, we threw we threw all of my like PA system into it, my bass amps and everything. Like my family, like we have a bunch of like different like musical instruments and stuff. So, like we threw all of it in that that little trailer and we took off and. And it was hilarious because nobody was doing anything. They were just staring at us perform. It was kind of awkward, but I still had a blast.
1: I was going at it, so. Oh, yeah. There's nothing like your first couple of bands, man. You're just putting your time in, making tons of mistakes, and making complete fools out of yourself. Oh, yeah. But you got to go through it. I mean, you got to go through it. My first band was a Metallica cover band, and we played – We rehearsed all the time. There are videos of it, and I've seen. And I'm like, oh man, like. But at least, I mean, that's what it takes. It takes that drive, and I don't care who's watching me. Right. I'm working. I'm working it. You know what I mean? I know I'm not the greatest. I'm not good at all, really. But that doesn't matter. I'm going through the motions, and I'm getting better. Mm -hmm. And that's that takes something, you know. Yeah. That's part of the process. And one thing like with working with Bach to Rock is the band program, and I
2: love the bands here. They are awesome. Oh, yeah. Every single one of them, even the new ones, where they're kind of like feeling out the music and everything. They're yeah. not really so sure. They still they're rocking it. Like it's it's ridiculous how talented these kids are. And like the adult band, that was that was surprising to me. I I figured I was going to come in and play a little bit of drums and try to hold it together, but no, they were holding their own, and I was playing along with them. So. Yeah, I mean, the bands here and just bands in general are just a really good driving force.
1: They really are. Bands are very fun to kind of nurture them along the process, and they get to a point where they're kind of holding their own, and you kind of get to stand back and go, wow, this is is good. This is awesome. You know, you take either four kids or four adults or five or however many there are, who are a little awkward and don't really want to say too much. And then they just kind of grow together and they start kind of vibing. And half the fun is like Tom was saying, there's that communication within the band and sometimes it's unspoken when, when you kind of, most of the time it's unspoken. This is true because you're playing an instrument, right? But, there's this kind of language that happens between and you start feeling each other out and there's that ebbing and flowing and, and you kind of get used to that and, and it's enjoyable to see that and sit back and go, yeah, yeah, these guys are going to be something good. Mm-hmm. And they usually end up being very good and we have battle the bands every year and, and usually our bands are the ones that, the winners. <laughs> yeah, they're the winners. If not the winners, they get some good awards or second place or third place. And 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 my thing has always been it's not about the competition, uh, although some people need competition to drive them forward, and I understand that. It's not about the the actual competition. It's about the participation and the fact that you did it and you went out there and you you had a good time. And that's, yeah. I don't care if I, w- I mean, I do care if I win first place, but at the same time, I don't care if I win first place. I went out there on a really cool stage, whether it's the 930 Club in Washington, D.C. or the Fillmore or wherever it is that we get to go. And you get out on a real stage and you play and you've got fans out there screaming at you. And you're like, you get the lights on you and you're like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Got the crowd screaming at you and you're like, yeah, this is great. Uh, so yeah, 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 absolutely.
2: Kind of going back to like the drumming, like just as a subject, um, you know how you said like when you hit that point, like when you're going through the book and everything, you hit that point, a lot of it, you can't figure out this. This goes for any instrument. So like, for guitar, for bass, for drums. Yeah, I can play the bass, but technique-wise, I don't really know. So Tom today, he showed me a little bit of a technique with where I place my thumb on the bass. For the drums, I'm sure when you get to the faster stuff like the 16th notes and stuff, you don't really know how to do that with your foot. That's a foot technique. Ugh. Like,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's just it's it's more it's more rhythms and being able to like displace The kick on different beats, like the and of three, or now you're going to do it in this measure, but on the next measure, you're going to just, you're going to change that. And it's like, your brain has to kind of think. And for me, it's like, okay, getting three limbs, like I can, for the most part, I'm good. But then it comes to that one point where it's like, oh, that feels very awkward to do that. That doesn't feel natural. Yeah. (laughs) Because, again, you have these four patterns that you're used to, whether that's with piano or guitar or bass or whatever it is. And you kind of always go back to those. And then you throw something in there that's kind of counter. And it's like, "Eh." now, here's the thing. And I've talked about this many times with other teachers and I will make it very apparent with students so they, they know that I'm looking out for it and they are aware of it is this idea that I'm just going to do my own thing, hmm. right? I'm learning a song, whether it's a cover song, and like I'm going to play the part, but that part is hard. Yeah. like That's a weird rhythm. I don't, you know what? I'm just going to do this, and I'm going to do my own thing. Simplify it. Simplify it, yeah. which everybody does. What you need to do in order to advance yourself as a person is isolate that one section yep. and work it and make it so it's natural. And that's hard to do. And everybody gets all awkward around that. And it's like, I know, I understand you wanna do you. I get it. That's what makes you, right? And that's what everybody kind of falls back on. But that's me, man. And and I don't wanna be somebody else. Well, you're saying that now because you're being challenged just suck it up <laughs> and work on it because that's one more thing you get to put in your tool bag mm-hmm. later on where you don't have that tool now and you get that much better. And, it, and once you explain it to somebody like that, then like, Oh, all right. I you're right. You know, they, I, yes. guess, I guess I'll break it down. <laughs> yeah. A bit yeah. And, and cause you know, it's like, and then you have to always tell them, like, look, I used to do the same thing. Like we all do it. Right.
2: It's funny. Uh when I was first learning to drum, my dad took me over to his buddy's house who did drum. He was a church drummer and everything and he was really good. And he told me to make the songs my own. Like mm-hmm. so so experiment with some things. Good advice. But it's really good advice until you fall into that rut and you're like, "Okay, I'm still playing the same things even though I'm playing this different song. Like it's the same thing over and over again, so I'm not right. learning anything new." Right. So I had to get out of that rut. Just like, like you said, like you have to sit down and learn it yeah. and like, like listen to it multiple times and try to figure it out. And that's something that I wasn't able to do until I actually started teaching here. Like, mm. like and doing like stuff like with the kids. Cause I would hear a song and I'd be like, yeah, I can play that. And I just play something along with it and something along the lines of it. Mm. But then when it comes to like the fills and stuff, like those are very specific. Yes. So I've had to sit down with my students and be like, Okay, that sounded like four tom hits there, and and like a one e and a two e and a yep, critical there, like like whatever it is, but like like actually assess like what those parts are, like listen to
1: yep. it and <laughs> yeah, good ear training and like and and that's what we were talking about the other day in the in the in the uh, in the lobby here is is that you do have some students that they don't listen, they just play, mm-hmm. and I find a lot of drummers do that as well because. Yeah. Uh, a beat is, I can play just a beat to a song, right?
2: Yep. Yep. It's very easy
1: to play a beat to a song, but to play a specific beat right. and specific fills, right. yep. that's difficult. Yep. Let's stop and actually listen. Can you actually tell me what that hi-hat is doing? I want you to be right. able to tell me what that hi-hat is doing. No, no, no. Don't play. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Put yes. your sticks down yep. and
0: listen. Yep. yep. Yep.
2: Yep. I did that multiple
0: times. Um, I do think talking about the challenging part, the aspects and, yeah. you know, finding those, those tough moments and trying to conquer them. I, something I realized starting teaching here um, at Bach was was um, I, maybe this is just me. I feel like all, <laughs> since all three of us are educators, we yeah. kind of, I think we all can think alike on this, that those challenges are like puzzles yeah. for us. So like, you know, Other people do Sudoku. I like to to (laughs) decompress like time signatures. Like teaching 5-4 time is my favorite thing. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, you could do so many stuff with this. So many things with this. I love 7-8. Seven eight. Oh, I just like the groove of it. Or you know, you just like show them a tool song and be like, "Good luck." <laughs> but <laughs> um, where's the beat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Where's one? Um, but then, yeah, um, you know, that's like what you were talking about doing a kick on the end of three. Mm. And I don't, I don't know if it showed up on the mic. But I was actually trying to like hear it in my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like practicing it while you were talking. Like that's just I'm my switch is always on for that sort of thing. I'm looking at those. Puzzles. Yeah. And like, you know, that's those songs that I listen to, you know, I I've moved from like the popular music when I was younger into the stuff that makes you think like you're solving math problems on the radio as you're driving to work. Yeah. That's what I, that's, you know, the thrill I get out of. Yeah. Yeah, challenging absolutely. music
1: I, I talking about puzzles is you know one of the fun things about being a teacher is is yeah you do come across these challenges but where the real challenge is is that if you teach something to a student and they don't get it then there's the next level of challenge for you as a teacher and you're like okay I we, explained
0: this pretty plainly
1: I have to go at this at a different angle right, yeah I have to figure out another way to explain this Yep, and if They don't get that. I've got another angle that I have to hit. Plan plan G. Yes, exactly right. Until that light bulb goes off and then they kind of go, oh, now I get it. And you're like, yes.
0: Or you'll be like, okay, no, we'll come back to it next week.
1: Right, right. Or (laughs) then you you come back to it next week. like, I forgot about that. I'm like, oh, no. Yep, yep. (laughs) Which
0: happens all the time.
2: But yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah no I had a I had a student that I think you know who it is Tom oh um, not saying you, yeah, any don't, names yeah don't don't drop any names no but names. I could probably figure no oh names.
0: is it one eye also maybe potentially okay
2: oh boy here I mean, we go it's a drummer hopefully so. it's
1: not your student <laughs> ladies and
2: gentlemen dads um, and moms potentially um. No, all, all of our students
0: are good students. No, I, I have not had a single student that I've ever had to like directly reprimand. Like they're all very well behaved. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe I'm too easy on them. Maybe that's what that I is. Have. <laughs>
2: I have. For the, I have for the younger the younger right. kids. But like for, for this student specifically, like they're, they're a really good drummer, but they didn't want to sit down and wait a second and listen to the song and try to figure out the technical aspect to it. They just wanted to play something similar. And that was what I was trying to get across to them, but they didn't, they didn't want to do that. So I think they're, they're kind of stuck in that rut right now. Like they're really good. They're really good. They're solid.
0: I mean, I feel like as musicians, I can attest to being at a younger age mm -hmm. that I was that way where it was like, same. you know, I, for years on guitar, instead of learning the rest of the chords, Mm -hmm. I put a capo on the guitar and Ah. played CF and G. Oh, Okay for like six years. Wow. Okay. Because I, to be fair, I was also trying to sing and play at the same time, but now it's like, I keep the capo in my bag and I, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to learn everything, you know, in case I need it, yeah, but yeah. everything, you know, you learn it hundred percent.
1: Yeah. No, there, there is a stubbornness to every single one of us. Yeah. We are, we know what we know and that's comfortable. And to get out of your comfort zone, whether we're talking about music or art or life in general, it's it's hard. I mean, it's hard to push yourself out of your comfort zone. I know what I know, and I like that. I like being in my space, and I like that. And to push yourself out of that, that takes a lot of um, effort. A lot of effort, and just try. Uh, yeah, you have to be okay with that. You have to kind of, I don't know. It's 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 development, self development. And I know for me, when I was um, I was self-taught as a player, and I was like, I'm fine just at that. But as we've discussed a couple times already this evening, you do hit a wall. And for me, it was like, okay, I can get up on stage because I was definitely playing stage shows at that point. And I looked at myself as a player, and I'm like, I'm just playing pentatonic runs mm-hmm. like that. There's I know there's more to music than pentatonics and there's a language out there that a i'm calling myself a musician and here i am as a musician running in these circles and i don't know how to speak the language of music that's just not right that didn't sit right with me after a while at first i didn't care it was just like i'm playing you know i'm up on stage i'm having a great time But I think the more you get into your instrument and you respect the instrument and the craft, you kind of grow this appreciation for it. And for me, it was like, okay, I was the one who came through the door and said, I need lessons. I need someone to guide me. I need someone to show me what I don't know. And I will take it from there. And it wasn't until that day, because again, and I hear this from a lot of my students. You know, when you sit down on day one, what are your goals? Well, everything that I write or everything that I do sounds the same, and yeah. I don't want to sound the same anymore. I want, I want more. And for me, back then, YouTube didn't exist. But even with even with YouTube nowadays. It's better to have that one-on-one experience with a teacher who knows what you're doing, who can help guide you, who can look at your mistakes, help you in the spots that you need help in. With YouTube, you're just kind of randomly kind of throwing stuff at the wall, hoping that, okay, if I click on this- Maybe it'll solve my problem. Maybe it'll yeah. solve my problem. Or maybe I'll connect with this person in a way that they understand what I'm doing, but they they're kind of like- doing their own thing right. and I'm hoping that it connects with me on some level mm-hmm. versus a, an actual teacher who's listening to you and watching your technique and saying how about you try a little bit of this and how about you kind of do this and the reason will we do this is because of these reasons alternate picking and you can, <laughs> you, you kind of you know I understand you want to downpick everything, but there's a reason we alternate pick yep. and, and going at a person and saying, okay, I, I know you're stubborn. I used to be stubborn too. Here are the reasons why, and I can help you.
0: Those I mean, words have come straight out of my mouth. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yep. I, I used to be where you were. <laughs> <laughs> yep, <same. laughs>
1: yep. Yep. Absolutely.
0: And then you use that as well. See, look what you can be. You can be the one teaching
1: that person. Yep, yeah. Yeah. And 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 in this situation what I always tell my students is is that look, if you're in a situation with a band or another musician, you want to be the one who's looked at like, "Wow, they really know their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's awesome." Like you want to be looked at like, ah, I don't have the button for that." <laughs> um, but you want to be lo- you don't want to be sitting in because And I always tell them, I've been in that situation where I'm embarrassed that I don't know what they're talking about or I can't follow what they're saying. They're like, hey, man, just do this. And you're like, "Um, what fret is that? Seventh fret. And like it's you feel embarrassed. And I always tell my students, you don't want to be that person. Mm -hmm. You want to be the person that says, yeah, I know what that is. And actually, I can teach you what this is. And that makes you feel great yeah and I've, you do so humbly you don't do it like a jerk but you do right. it humbly and you say hey i can help you out because i'm a good musician
0: yeah and if you're not careful then in a band setting where you're the one who knows everything then they're gonna burden you with being <laughs> the one to educate all of them and being like okay here's how a chord progression works yeah here we go yeah, <laughs> yeah. get get some pen and paper it'll be a while
2: yeah yeah see with um I hate to keep going back to drumming, but drumming is like a it's com- what you know, Josh. It's what I know. <laughs> but but as a drummer, I've always kind of felt bad because it's my main instrument. But it took going to college and coming here to teach music to really understand what music was. Because at one point, I was just playing along and doing some rhythms and stuff. And like you said, like you can't like like I didn't know some things, and I felt embarrassed that I didn't know them. Like Latin rhythms; those are really hard. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know them, so I spent a lot of time trying to learn them and everything. So now I, I know I know a few. Not all of them. But I know a few. And like that took a while. But as a drummer, I don't really have the specific, I guess, musicality of like a guitar player or a piano player or anything. I have rhythms mm. and I have different drums to hit. And mm. I can I can make music with different toms, like different different like sounds on the toms and everything. But musically there's not that much. You're limited. You're limited. You can tune your
1: toms to thirds or fourths or something yeah, like that, and I but can, that's about it. Yeah,
2: that's all I have. But when you have, like, a piano or a guitar or anything, you have all these different notes, and you have rhythms. So not only, like, do you have all that, like, like you can do something with it. And, before, like, going to school for music and everything put a different perspective on it because, like I said before, I was just, I was just playing drums. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that's all I was doing. Now I, I'm understanding music more i'm Mm. listening to the different parts listening like i was always just feel when the next part is coming up and do a little fill and then keep going yeah um but now i'm feeling the parts out i'm hearing the music i'm hearing the chords i'm hearing the the piano and the the vocals and everything and they're it really it really starts to speak to you like like all right maybe you should try to learn like a melodic instrument (laughs) yeah and that's kind of something that like i regret not doing when i was younger like i can still do it now yeah and i
1: am starting I'm really. I'm actually trying to to do some bass and guitar. Yeah, I know. With bands, when I teach them, I try to emphasize to the drummers that they do need to understand progression yes. and understanding song structure. Yes, and how to listen for certain chord mm-hmm. changes and things like that, because of that exact same reason. Drummers do have a tendency to say, ah, "I'm just a rhythm section, man. I just I just play the drums," and nah. it's like
0: get there's, out
2: there's
1: there's more to it than that <laughs> yeah there's
2: way more to it and some of the best drummers out there are the ones that feed off of what's going on around them exactly they to copy what's going on around the, them on the drum set like they don't they don't just play a beat
1: and then have someone follow along to them they, talking about jazz drums that's a perfect example mm-hmm. they are a part of the ensemble they're mm-hmm. not just there to hold a beat in the background they're no, a color they're absolutely they're a color and he'll hear something off the pianist and then all of a sudden that gives him an idea to play something very rhythmically you know the same as what he's doing or maybe the bassist or whatever. And they kind of trade parts and there's this organic thing going on. That's why I love jazz so much is because it's very organic. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. You need drummers to be listening like that. That's part of, yeah, what what makes the band really good.
0: And circling back to how we run our rock band rehearsals with all ages, mm. you know, uh, elementary, middle, high school and adult bands to get things off the ground. We teach sections yep. yeah, of the song. So like, this is your verse part. This is your chorus part. And yes, the outline does say repeat it this many times, but I've found that, you know, especially the younger kids who are still trying to learn how to play in the rock band. They're like, so I teach them that part and they're like, okay, so how many times do I play that? I'm like, no, you just keep playing that until the vocalist says this line, which gets them up totally changes the perspective because now they're no longer just counting second time third time fourth time it's okay they're waiting until the vocal line changes right and that that's their cue they're listening to another instrument now or you know finding those comparisons of oh the piano and the guitar part are doing the same thing or they're doing different things here and they're going to come back seeing those connections and then 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 that's where they start to talk to each other yeah Going back to puzzles. Puzzles. (laughs) Seeing those connections. I think I need to get my own puzzles like just to solve, because I guess I'm a puzzle guy now. I just didn't realize it.
1: Tom, the puzzle man. (laughs) It sticks. I love it. Well, I suppose that's a pretty good spot for us to leave. If you have any suggestions for topics that you would like us to talk about, um, yeah, don't be afraid to speak up and let us
2: know. Check out Boktorak.com. Check us out, see how things are are going. See if you want to come by, say hi. Like we're always open to visitors. Um, Reach
0: out to your closest one. We have many.
2: Yeah. yeah. They're all across the nation. And um, we have podcasting here at Bach to Rock South Riding now. Mm-hmm. So this is a very exciting new thing that we're
1: trying to do. Hopefully and coming to a location near you. Coming to a location near you. Yeah, But if you have an interest in any instruments whatsoever, any interest, it does not matter try it out. Walk in there. We, at any one of our locations, we always have open houses, which gives you the option to walk in and just pick up an instrument or sit down at an instrument and just kind of pick up some sticks or pick up a bass and just kind of try it out, whether you're an adult or you're a kid or whatever it is. Music is something that is very personal and something that you will carry with you for the rest of your life. Um, I strongly suggest that you try any instrument that you have even the faintest of interest in. Try it out. Walk through the doors and say, yeah, I would like to try some lessons. You will guaranteed be hooked. It is very fun. It's frustrating, (laughs) no doubt. But the payoff is just wonderful. And with that said, I hope you have a good evening. And this is Aaron signing off. This is Josh. This is Tom. Awesome. Thank you for joining us. See you next time.